0: Welcome to a new quick hitter from Full Court Press with Fanta and Adams. Our guest this week is Hall of Fame coach Tom Izzo. We discussed the outlook for his Michigan State program in a very competitive Big Ten and the uncertainty surrounding the returns of Xavier Tillman and Aaron Henry, as well as the health of Joshua Lankford. We also talked about what everyone is talking about, COVID-19 and the protests surrounding social injustice. What is life like as a college basketball coach in these unprecedented circumstances?
1: You know, I got to admit, my mother uh, was here a couple weeks ago. She just turned 94, and we were talking about, you know, she went, you know, uh, through polio and some of the things early, and she says, Tom, I've never seen like this all the wars. And she was a nurse, too, so she kind of knows the medical side of things. And <clears throat> and I got to admit, John, I, you know, it, it would be foolish for me to even – try to explain that I have uh, understand what's going on. We've got the pandemic, we've got, you know, all that's going on where we don't even know if shaking hands is spreading it or grabbing a doorknob. We don't know, um, you know, once you get it, if it's, I mean, there's so many unknowns in a six month virus that we're just learning about. And then you have the racial injustice and all the things that are going on. And when you're a white basketball coach at the major college and 80% of your, your, your players or your recruits are African-American, you know, it's, uh it's something near and dear to my heart. My wife's Hispanic. So, I mean, everywhere I turn, I, you know, I've got to deal with some of that. And, uh and I got to admit, I've learned a lot. I probably made some mistakes in my life, but I've learned a lot. And I think I'm going to be a better person, better coach, better husband, better father you know from what i'm learning from my former players and you know, it's nice when you have magic johnson or gregory Kelser or steve smith or the team cleaves and, uh, you know you have guys from back a while ago or you got guys from now that are out there and um so i get a lot of good education just by talking and listening and
0: uh and i don't think there's any
1: question that uh what i've come up with john is two things you got to treat everybody like you want to be treated yourself, but everybody does have to be held accountable too. And uh, and that's the uh, the fine line both ways.
0: What's something that you've taken from a conversation with Magic Johnson?
1: Well, you know, Irvin's uh, been a really good friend of uh, of the program. I mean, he, you know, he played for Judd, of course. And when I was a GA, it was his last summer that he lived in East Lansing because his parents are from here and, comes back to see them. He comes back. I mean, he gave the big pregame meal speech to our team over the Duke game last year. And, uh, you know, he's just been so good, but he's really good. Uh, he follows our team. He follows us, but when he comes, he's not afraid to talk to the players and tell them things. And I, I think it's just been a, you know, he stands behind the coach, but yet he, uh, you know, he believes in tough love. He believes in, you know, you, you don't get to be who he was if you hadn't been a, a worker. I mean, I, I remember here those summer when he'd come back, I mean, the guy worked so hard. He was already a three-time, four-time pro. He was already a, a world champion. And, uh, I know this, I learned a lot more from him than he learned from me, but I think I have what I would consider a good relationship with him. Uh, Good enough where he invited my wife and I to his 60th birthday party in Paris. And I couldn't go because of recruiting. And I've been sleeping on the couch ever since because my wife saw the pictures <laughs> and who was there. Um, I've been in a perpetual doghouse here. So so I told Irvin when I saw him uh, later, you know, when he came home for Thanksgiving, I said, Irvin, I need a favor. He said, what's the favor? I said, can you call my wife and tell her it wasn't my fault I had a job to do? I think he said, hell no. He wanted me to suffer a little bit, but it was great. It, it was awesome.
0: I got to tell you, I, I can't blame your wife.
1: No. And so when I saw some of the people that were there and I think, and I could have been sitting there with them. Who was there? A yacht with, Oh my God. I mean, every, there were actors. There was uh Pat Riley was there. There were a lot of former pros, but, uh, Oh man. I mean, Denzel Washington, I think was, I think was there that, the number of actors were there were enormous, of course my wife was into it more than me, and every night I came home because it was like a five day affair and the last one was a yacht we were there were only hundred people invited on or something, and we were one of them and i i uh, oh I got a lot, a lot of a lot a lot of hell over that i've had to uh, come up with a lot of good Christmas and anniversary presents uh in the last year to make up for for that because uh she wasn't real happy with me and if I would have done it over again, I would have sent her over. And, uh, you know, just, I told her, the reason that you live in this house and they get invited to these things is if the coach keeps doing his job and doesn't get fired. She didn't, she didn't think that was real cool at all.
0: We hope you listen to the full conversation with Michigan State head coach Tom Izzo and check out Full Core Press with Fantan Adams every Tuesday from Pure Hoops Media.
1: Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader.